Hello, everybody, and welcome to Craven Iron Podcast. Uh, this is episode 15. I'm your host, Stephen Fiora. Today, I'm here with Martin Lasalde. How's it going, Martin? Pretty good. How's it going with you, brother? Not too bad, brother. So I see you have your new gear. Yeah. Got to represent. Hell yeah. So uh, just a reminder, this podcast is for everybody with a story or get your story out there. The um, hardworking motherfuckers of the world that are like us, you and me, Martin, um, get your story out there. So to start, uh, tell me a little about a little bit about yourself. What's your story, your background? Well, uh, born and raised in Visay, California, uh, literally never left the state, just never had, uh, had any, uh, time to go do it on work, school, getting graduated and getting out so I could just make the money and just kept working and working and it's pretty much it right there to just good old country boy just working and that's it <laughs> where are you where are you from in uh california uh san joaquin valley uh by say california a little town in between fresno and uh Tulare. oh okay do you know uh napa valley napa county yeah a little bit yeah, I'm from around that area. All right on, right on. Yeah, ended up uh, moving to Arizona. Uh, it's been about five years now. Nice. But yeah, I was the same way. Haven't been out of the state. Just a country boy who lived out in the mountains and the sticks. Yeah, same here. It's just right on the edge of town all the way before they started building out past the whole edge of town is like literally born and raised out in the field picking walnuts and plums and whatnot and running out there barefooted and <laughs> every day when I was a kid growing up and oh yeah out there with all the big boys yeah and uh what do you do for work now bud uh right now I'm uh kind of in between uh being laid off and uh on disability due to uh uh my diagnosis and whatnot but uh, I was working uh doing a shop labor at uh, a big company here in town called Todd Companies. And uh, I worked my way up from the bottom, picking weeds and spraying the Roundup and everything, sweeping, working up to uh, being a driver and a, a tool manager. So oh, okay. all the guys had to come, you know, hey, I need this, I need that. And, well, gotta come to me, you know, log it down and... <laughs> You, know, you want your shit, you got to come ask me. You ain't going to get it for free, though. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Um, now, That's put me in charge, so. So, uh, how'd you grow up? Do you, I mean, are you, uh, you, you're a hardworking motherfucker. I mean, it's plain to see with your posts and everything, and you're starting to get a pretty decent following, and you're part of the Action Sleds' demo crew as well. So, yeah. uh, like, what made you the man you are today? Well, uh, a lot of hard fucking work. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was pretty tough. Um, uh, growing up, it was just me and my dad from three years old. My biological mother left, so it was just me and him. And uh, he was always working and working. And uh, I just saw that, and it was like, I, I saw that I wanted to work and be like him, but I never saw the factor of wanting to stay in school and getting that handled first it was just like I want to you know I just want to work you know be like my dad and 
fucking work with my hands, you know, and it was fucking school was so hard to do growing up and whatnot. I could just staying up till like midnight doing work from like elementary into high school. Uh, well, about early high school. And then uh, once that came in and the weight started falling in and whatnot, I started, you know, getting more into uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a lot more focusing on getting the schoolwork done so I can get a better job and whatnot and be like my dad or uh, get even better with a company or something to even come up with my own or something. But uh, it was just growing up, just being like my dad, like working, working, working. But, yeah, he's uh, a blue collar type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So um, right now, or as you say, you have a fiance, right? Yeah. Yeah, and how's that? How's that all going? And how'd you meet her? Uh, it's going pretty good. Um, about. Uh, uh, five years ago, we met at our uh, well at her current job still, uh, but it was when I got back on my feet with a good job uh, working at Target. Um, I was a backroom worker, and she was out there on the on the floor. And one day, I just seen her, and I was like, "Damn, so, all right, you know, trying to build up the courage and be like, you know, I got a game, but." and have no game whatsoever and she finally told one of my friends she's like hey if you see him tell him here's my number and to call me I was like oh all right and called her and she didn't pick up so i was like what the fuck so i texted he was her just teasing you <laughs> yeah she was she was and uh i texted her and then at the same time we both texted our friend and we're like oh she's not answering and she's like oh he's calling me trying to what do i do so we're like uh so I was like, it felt, it felt like uh, puppy love again. And then we started talking for about a month, taking it slowly, and then hit it off and just been together ever since for five years. So oh, now years. we're looking to get married uh, about sometime around, uh, I think, the 17th of this month. Hmm. Yeah, you're going to do the marriage thing with this uh, corona shit going on? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be small, but... <laughs> We're not going to do big. She don't want to go all out, but uh, we found somebody that can do it. And she's like, you know, if they're willing to get married and all this other stuff, then I'm down to do it. So I was like, well, let's get it done. Yeah. All right. So um, now you said you have a diagnosis and uh, I know a little bit about it, but uh, I, and honestly, when it comes to that kind of scenario that you're in and the shit that you're kind of dealing with, I have like, zero clue about it and uh i know just a little bit of detail on what's going on but uh if you would like to you know let us know and tell the listeners that'd be great i'm sure i mean you have a you have a big story to tell i know that for sure it's it's pretty gnarly but uh uh stage three testicular cancer derived from a germ cell tumor you know big old fucking fancy words and shit um it started down there in the testicle, but like down there, you can't really get like a good reading to see if there's anything going on unless you do like a biopsy. So, um, yeah, it was kind of like it moved from there into my uh, abdomen and then in my lungs. 
And uh, that was about a year ago when I finally got it diagnosed. But before that, it was probably about six months of dealing with pain and pressure in my midsection, um, losing weight, lack of sleep and everything. Uh, couldn't get comfortable, just popping IV ibuprofen like skittles mm. but still going to work still going to the gym but taking my supplements and everything putting everything laying it out there on uh, on the floor and getting shit done but in the end it was just costing me exhaustion and whatnot but once i finally got diagnosed the doctor was like uh yeah you got cancer and like all right cool what's the next step and he's looking at me he's like do you understand what i just told you I said, yeah, I leaned in. I said, what's the next fucking step? I got shit to do, man. I got to call out of work tomorrow, man. I got a check to pick up. Like, fuck, dude, I still got shit to do. Like, my reality isn't stopping because I got a disease that just came out of nowhere or, you know, that I possibly, I possibly knew about it, but I didn't really want to know exactly. And then when I finally got the diagnosis, it was like, fuck, fucking knew it. But, uh. That's a fucking awesome mentality to have when there's news like that, you know? <laughs> so I give kudos to you. Fucking A, brother. Yeah. I mean, it, it was scary. It, it eventually hit when I was sitting there in the hospital all laid up in tubes and shit blowing in and out and chemo and whatnot. And my hair's starting to fall out little by little. And it's three weeks in the hospital and haven't, you know, been able to step outside but the courtyard. But uh, it was uh, it was tough. Oh, but I just kept hit you like a ton of bricks, huh? Yeah, it, it it hit me. But after after finally dealing with it and moving on to the next step and sitting there by myself and like, ah oh, shit, you know, and it finally hit. Fuck. Now yeah. I look like a big ass baby over here sitting in the hospital and shit. But you know, eventually it hits when the feelings and everything it just finally hits. It's like boom. Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now, like, um, that right there, and I see that you're posting workout, like, you're working out still, and you're doing what you got to fucking do, you know what I mean? Uh, still moving right along, you have a fucking awesome mindset, even with that going on, uh, and you said it's only been a year, like, that's, I give fucking props to you, bro. Um, where are you at with, where are you at with uh, all that now? Um... Before I got rediagnosed, uh, I was at a at a pretty good state. Uh, four months of clean scans and or not really clean, but you know, zeroed out scans and markers weren't showing any growth. And uh, I was looking at, uh, you know, trying to compete in a show and whatnot, and still training. And then once I finally got rediagnosed, you know, that got stripped away, and I was like the biggest bummer ever. So that right there was like the biggest like motivational thing ever to keep going this time around, especially since they said that it was going to be a, a tougher treatment and uh, like getting admitted for a week in the hospital to do all this because it's our constant drip and whatnot. Like, ah, back, you know, so doing all that, um, 
it went from growing to shrinking and then uh my blood levels are like at a point to where it shows i don't even have cancer really but that's where my doctor wants to keep it at so now they're going to rush me down there to get my stem cell transplant so they can harvest the the good cells give hit me with a ton of chemo transplant and then do it again so i'll be down there for about two, three, four weeks or so. But, uh, well, um, that's good news. I mean, that's awesome news though. I mean, yeah. not even showing signs of you having cancer anymore. You have more better or good blood cells than. Yeah. Yeah. So you're fucking. The only thing that really shows up weak is the bone marrow. But other than that, they're like, what are you doing to gain weight and all the and everything? Like, you're not the typical cancer patient. I was like, right there, you just said it. I ain't your typical cancer patient. <laughs> like, man, just because I got cancer doesn't mean I'm gonna lay on my damn couch all damn day and woe is me. Like, no, nah, I got shit to do. You know, I still got a family to provide for, and you know, I got a truck payment and whatnot. You know, reality doesn't stop because you know something happens. So I just, I just use it for more motivation and whatnot, and I'm. You know, also want to like be that type of person slash patient that overcame and just didn't, you know, subside to, you know, letting this overcome, you know, what I have and whatnot. So it's like, you know, yeah, it's a disease and whatnot, but it ain't going to get the best of me, especially if I know it's treatable and whatnot. So I'm going to do what I can on my end, keep going and stay healthy and in shape and whatnot. And. You know, it's it's pr proven uh, good shit because my doctor, he's like, man, your your test results and your scans and whatnot are like big improvements every time. And especially with your age and whatnot. And I'm like, well, you know, it starts, everything starts declining once you start hitting 35. And this year I'll be turning 35. So it's like, you know, you got to keep, keep going and keep yourself healthy, you know, fuel yourself with the good stuff and not all that shit and you might have a better chance at you know defeating all these diseases and sicknesses and covids and whatnot yeah you're like oh covid fuck you you have nothing on me <laughs> yeah yeah fucker <laughs> the only one time i'm actually serious about wearing a mask and they told me too they're like yeah you need to wear a mask when you go out because this is really going to drop your immune system and you're going to feel like shit and this and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, I mean, I feel like shit when I'm in the hospital when I get it. But as soon as I'm out, it's like, wait, my appetite comes back. Uh, I'm like right back to normal. As soon as I leave that, that hospital and they're like, oh, you're going to be sick for this and no appetite. And I'm like, bullshit. Mm -mm. I got ways of keeping my appetite and whatnot. And they're good. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> Protein so, shakes. It's all it is. Yeah. Protein shakes. <laughs> yeah, the I, fuck, I took the grind with me. My protein. I got to the point to where I couldn't eat, and I was just drinking shakes and the the hydration and everything, and water, and then whatever else they're giving me. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck. But uh, yeah, no, it was a awesome. battle. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's awesome. Um, you're a true definition of a hardworking motherfucker for sure. You know what I mean? Um, I I've seen your posts and I'm like, 
this motherfucker's doing it. He's like working his ass. And now you're still like working out every fucking day and you're going to be old or held up in the hospital for what you said, like three weeks. And you're still fucking pushing weights and you're still yeah, fucking working three, your ass off, you know? So that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Literally the day, right the day after, I just jump right back into it like normal. Like, don't fucking skip a beat. That's my day. And that's what, those are my days off. I'll literally go three, three and a half weeks straight with maybe one day off of just training. And my fiance, she fucking hates it because she's like, you're going to hurt yourself. I said, no, 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 fuck that. And once the time comes to get my treatment, you know, there's my, there's my rest and recovery a whole fucking week right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No stopping you though. Fuck that. No. Nah. So, uh, so what keeps you motivated through all this? I mean, like, Um, it's got to be mentally, it's got to be kind of a mind fuck. Like if I was going through it, I know I'm pretty mentally strong, but there's a, I mean, there's a limit. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, I think you're like right there, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's sometimes that I'll sit here and think and, and uh, I'll just wind up catching myself breaking down. It's like all this shit just hits me, you know, reality, the bills, you know, the diagnosis and, all the insurance and shit just hits you and it's just like boom and I'll break down and I'm like damn girl it sucks wanna go back to being a little kid yeah but uh, I just keep thinking about my dad and what he went through as a single parent and whatnot and that's one of my big motivations right there is just I always look to him and you know he's I know he's always looking out for me and whatnot so I just try to be like you know that mindset you know what would my dad do in this situation or how would he handle this and, and you know, go about it like that and and you know him passing away of uh, cancer as well you know is another motivation so it's like me having this cancer and him passing away from the cancer is like double motivation just to like you know fuck cancer kick it in the ass and keep going and then inspire those that, you know, are in the same position as me, you know, let them know, like, dude, don't let this shit get you down. Just because you have something that's going to possibly kill you doesn't mean fucking you can, you know, just sit there on the couch and, you know, do nothing. Do something because the more you don't do nothing, the more it's going to consume you. The more you do something about it, that shit. It's going to fucking back the fuck down and be like, God damn fucking, or this girl's fucking like a badass. You know, there's no chance for me to fucking, you know, consume this person or whatever. You know, hardworking motherfucker, fuck. <laughs> uh, that's that's basically how I keep it all the time. And that and then uh, my fiance, uh, she's a real big player in this uh, part right here. She's helped me out so much. So she's another motivation of mine too uh, no problems just work right brother oh yeah <laughs> i can live by that shit <laughs> uh that's pretty awesome so uh it runs in your family you said your dad passed away from it yeah <coughs> but wrong too <laughs> yeah he uh he uh his was a bone cancer it was a sarcoma Fucking rare bone disease. And uh, it, it got him pretty good. And 
him um, really, he was kind of like flying under the radar with work and whatnot. So he was getting paid under cash, but he was getting like good amounts of money, but he couldn't record it. So it was like, fuck. So he basically went with the county insurance and whatnot. And it was just a fucking gamble with that. And his tumor started right here on his collarbone. A little fucking golf ball size right there. And then through all the insurance and whatnot, it literally grew to about this big and was bulging out of his his chest. And then by the time the insurance said, we're going to pay for it and do everything, they did the biopsy. It literally consumed his whole left side of the collarbone. And it looked like his uh, delt just, you know, grew like huge. Yeah. Like he was doing so many... uh, so many shoulder presses and whatnot, but it was like just on one side. And then once they took care of that and did what they had to do, and they found three more masses and they were all golf ball to uh, softball size tumors. And it was real aggressive and the treatment and everything just was too much. And so he, he just, uh, it kind of got to him pretty quick and, he was just like, well, it's my time, so. How old was he when that happened? He was uh, 55. Oh, so a little older. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're 35 fighting or dealing with this. Um, you got a super fighting chance, especially with uh, your mentality. Yeah. For all, right? I mean, your motivation, your mentality, your health. Like, you seem pretty, pretty healthy when it comes to, you know, Stage three, right? Yeah. So, I mean, keep fucking going, bro. <laughs> you're fucking, you're putting up, the, you're fighting a good fight right now. <laughs> yeah. The the mental battle of it, that's the real key. And they, they t- they'll they tell you in the hospital, like, you got to stay, you know, in your, your faith and everything, you know, get with your family, stay positive. You know, all the negative will literally affect you if you let it. It's that that's no bullshit right there. That the negativity will fuck with you. And I once when I hear it, I get irritated and I'm like, I'll leave the room, you know, like, oh, oh, you know, we can't do this because, you know, Martin's this and that. And I'm like, no, no, don't fucking speak for me about how I'm feeling of a certain way, you know, like, dude, like, just. Just treat me like a normal person. You know, I'm here. I'm an able-bodied person, so it's like, you know, don't don't go assuming I can't do nothing because I got this going on. It's like, let me do something because I have nothing going on. <laughs> I'm out of work, so fuck. Let me do something. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? I'm I'm still fucking work. I'm I'm an able-bodied. All right, don't fucking. That's just gonna put yeah. a negative effect on you. You don't need that shit right now. You know. Mhm. When people start saying negative things like that, or you know, it's like it just really irritates me. And it's like you know, I'm I'm trying to be the positive, uh, you know, inspiring type person. And negativity, just a little bit, you know, it'll it'll affect you in any little way. And it like irks me. And I'm just like, you know, the old me would fucking just pop off and say something, but I'm like, it's not even worth the energy. But it it really does get it really bothers me sometimes when people are negative and stuff. It's like, dude, like literally, what are you what are you being negative about? You're alive, 
You know, you got this going for you. You got your job and whatnot. You're fucking working. Like, I'm, like, jealous of all the fuckers that get to go out and work every day still during all this, you know. And then I also give them props for going out and working with all this crap and, you know, possibly getting sick and risking their lives and shit. So it's like, I'm jealous and I'm kind of like, you know. But, uh. Well, if you catch it, don't bring it here. Kind of <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, so um <clears throat> when you, and I'm sure you have a lot of support from your family and everything as well. That's tough times. And uh I always say, you know, me and my family, we keep in touch. I live 14 hours away from most of them, but I have my in-laws and my wife here and kids and everything. So they're like really close right now and uh but I mean, we always keep in contact and one thing that I've always noticed is, I mean, it doesn't matter what family you are or who it is. If you're not close or if you are close, um, everybody comes together during a, during hard times. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. And especially with all this COVID shit going on and I mean, you're, you're already fighting a battle. I mean, before this shit even started. So I'm sure, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm sure it brought the family together too. And they're, I mean, I'm sure they're supportive as well. As long as like, just like your fiance, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so uh, when did you start working out, like getting into the gym scene and, you know, being a gym junkie and shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, as far as working out, it started uh, back in high school. And then uh, all, all of high school, I was working out and, um, got into the weight training class and then became the coach's assistant in another class. And, uh, my senior year, we had, uh, talked about getting the, the weightlifting program started up and which hadn't been started up in years is what I had heard. So it was like a pretty big, you know, thing for me to like be a part of that, but we didn't, we didn't get it started up, which was a bummer, but to be a, a part of something that was going to be brought back possibly was pretty cool. And then after that, I was kind of off and on with the work and the gym and everything and life and, you know, shit problems that come along with it. And, and then uh, probably about the gym scene, probably about seven years ago. Yeah, about seven years ago, give or take, you know, um, is when I started getting serious in the gym. Uh, that's kind of a, a funny story. Uh, it was a 45 day trial at, uh, in shape that my brother had given me. And, uh, I was trying to avoid the, the, the reps there and they're like trying to hit me up with the, the, um, the deals and everything. I was like, no, 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 you know, just want the 45 days for free. And finally I got cornered and they're like, oh, you know, you know, we want to get you in a contract and my uh, pre-workout was kicking in. So I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Was trying to hurry up and get out and got locked into a three-year contract. And <laughs> I was like, shit. You know, I was like, well, it looks, it looks like I got to go get another job. That wasn't working at the time. And I was trying to get back on my feet and everything. So I was like, fuck, what did I do? So it was a big motivation just getting in the gym and getting a contract started to go out and get a job. And literally two weeks later, got a, got my job and 
I was like, all right, fuck, now I can pay for this thing. And then once I got uh, real serious in the gym and fell in love with going there and then just being there in the atmosphere and everything, it was just like, I couldn't, you couldn't get me away from there. Two, two and a half hours every fucking day, six days a week, just boom. Fucking intense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when did you meet? When did you find out about like Action Sledge and the demo crew? Um, that's that's a good a uh, good one right there. Uh, that those two questions actually kind of go in together. Um, uh, as far as Action Sledge, I followed Seth Brosi for a few years. Uh, you know, I was watching his old stuff, and you know how he was doing all his stuff in his kitchen. Um, on the island right there where he's got the Eva gin and the, the shit from fucking like uh, yeah, black, Blackstone labs and primeval and stuff. And, you know, preaching um, good quality ingredients and good quality supplements and whatnot. And yeah, it's going to cost a bit. You know, I, I was doing that for fucking a year. And then uh, he came out with Axe and Sledge back when they were, when it was in a, first starting in uh, hydraulic was pump fuel and i was like oh cool you know i'll go out and try and find some of that searching all up and down the fucking valley and couldn't find shit for axe and sledge you know and then finally i was like you know what let me let me go on this instagram and see what's going on and uh follow the demo crew and uh i uh i click on the thing to go up on the demo crew and they ask take our supplements and i'm like fuck no <laughs> i could lie but no i'm gonna be a good guy and say no i got the email about a week later and uh they're saying no on the on the exception for the demo crew and i was like oh bummer and like here's the here's a discount try our supplements fuck, I guess I'm going to finally order them now. Never wanted to order anything. I just wanted to go out and get it. Finally ordered them, got them, and I ordered the, uh, the stack of uh, hydraulic ignition switch and uh, the grind where you can pick your flavors. Yeah. And I got lemon lime hydraulic, shark bite grind, and uh, uh, scorpion venom ignition switch. And once I got them, I had not taking anything for a week and once i got that shit i was so happy and when i took it i was boom oh fuck now i know what they're talking about damn so that was back in september last september oh okay and, and uh i just was taking their products and then i saw something on the demo crew about a uh, giveaway and it said, uh, must be a part of the demo crew. Ah, fuck. So I looked at the rest of the post and I clicked on the thing, applied, and I said, fuck yeah. And on the last time when they denied me, uh, I had replied back and I, to Carly and I said, hey, uh, is there any way I can reapply later after trying the supplements and whatnot? And she's like, yeah, please do. So, all right. So I fucking, I was going to wait longer and try all kinds of fucking supplements and whatnot. And then about a month and a half, two months later, I tried again. You know, I was like, oh, you know, sent my whole email in there and everything. And just thinking, getting ready to go to the gyms. Like, you know, if they 
hit me up, cool. If not, whatever. You know, I'm running out the door. I get the email, and it says, welcome to the demo crew. Boy, I done jumped out, slammed the door, fucking jumping up and down, you know, screaming at the top of my lungs of joy. I say, I'm a demo crew member. Fuck yeah. I was so pumped up. And my ignition switch and hydraulic are kicking in at this same time. And I'm just like, fucking jamming, dude. I sent Carly the email back, and she's like, fuck yes. I was like, oh, my God. Fucking jammed down there. My ear, I had a smile from ear to ear at the gym. You could not fucking tell me anything negative that day after that. Dude, I was so pumped up. I was like, fuck. Hell yeah. That's pretty legit. <clears throat> So, uh, being part of the demo crew, what do you think it means to be a demo crew member? Um, but it's, uh, to be a part of the demo crew is like being a part of, uh, like, you know, like a top notch fucking badass family. It, you know, the look and the name of the demo crew, it kind of gives it like a rough, you know, like badass look like, Oh, fuck the demo crew but when you see behind what's behind the demo crew you know everybody's fucking like good-hearted outgoing outspoken fucking people that all care about each other and all care about the same shit and you know that that means a lot to me and i didn't really have like you know this shit that we got going on in the crew i didn't have stuff like that back in the day growing up other than, you know, my dad supporting me and whatnot, and, you know, a few close friends. But as far as, like, 15, 1,600 people, random people all across the states and countries supporting one another, you know, that that's a fucking big thing. And, you know, that means a lot to me. And that's like, you know, you're supporting somebody, you don't even know them. Well, that's that's like family right there. That's That's a big, big fucking thing. You know, so that, that I mean, it's, it means a lot to me and, you know, I hold it with pride and honor to fucking be a part of this and, you know, AAR and All-American Nutrition, all the stuff, you know, that Seth has going and, uh, you know, supporting the local businesses, you know, I'm all for it like that, you know, it's like, right. <laughs> it means a lot. Yeah, just the mentality, like everybody in that group has the same mentality, same big heart you know what i mean like yeah all supporting one one another 100 percent, 110 percent every time someone posts something 30 comments on hey you know what fuck yeah hey we're here for you or if you are if you have tough times everybody's just supportive and there for you you know what i mean yeah um, i know i've met a lot of good people from that just because i'm on the demo crew and i'm doing this obviously yeah um, then i mean it's 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 cool. It's cool to be a part of that. You know what I mean? If you didn't have that before, it's a good place to be. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Really is. I mean, fuck. I mean, that's how. That's how we came across and everything. Like yeah. I was like, hey, what the hell? What the hell is this craving iron? Like, this sounds pretty badass. You know, and then it's like, oh fuck, they got Dean on there. I'm like, <laughs> Dean's my dude. Fuck. All right. Fucking a. And then getting hit up uh, from from another, the other podcast, I was like, fuck, all right, just doing a podcast, period. I was just like, fucking hey, man, let's do it. Yeah. No, I'm um, speaking of the other podcast, it was uh, 
it's really cool what Dante's doing with that. You know what I mean? Um, I know that they, uh, I know that Busby, he ended up um, leaving the demo crew for his own personal reasons, you know, but uh, Dante, he's going to keep it, keep it going. And um, now we're communicating and, you know, so we don't double back on people. So I don't have like you on and, you know, the next week he's going to have you on and you have to say the same story over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if like before I get somebody, next before i get somebody next hold on hey peanut before i get the next person uh he'll let me know hey i had this person on you know what i mean or if he gets someone on i'll say yeah i had him on two weeks ago yeah yeah that's pretty cool i'm glad you guys uh were able to communicate and you know get a little thing going Cause I was I was wondering, but you know I'm I'm not that type to go out there and be like, oh, you know, my fucking fame, where'd it go? <laughs> Excuse me, but uh, I was like, oh, bummer, you know, what's gonna happen? But you know, I didn't want to jam him up with a bunch of questions and be like that dude, like, oh, all he wants to do is just fucking, you know, get his 15 seconds or 15 minutes of fame. You know, it wasn't like that at all. He was like wanting to support and you know, tell my story or whatever, you know, since they was interested. And when I heard what happened, I was like, fuck, well, all right. And figured I let some time go and uh, didn't hit him up. And then when I saw the post between you guys, I was like, oh, right on. And you're like, fucking hey, dude. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, it's all, I was talking to Dante and it's just, uh, we're both we're both doing the same thing or we both have the same goals right we're not too worried about the viewers and the subscribers and um the likes and all that shit it's like i know that this podcast with you like this one in general with you because of your story and what you're going through i know that it's going to find somebody out there that's going through the same shit with uh not the same mentality that needs that mentality that you have you know what i mean and it's going to touch that person and it's going to they're going to end up fucking shit up like you are you know, and when you get fully cured and you're all completed with this, okay, they're going to be doing the same thing because they heard your story and heard what motivates you and what uh, what's pushing you forward to be that fucking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. We have the same – me and Dante, we have the same uh, the same goal, you know. So, it's like, hey, let's communicate. Let's communicate a little bit and just – uh that way we can double team the shit out of this, you know, and we can both get the stories out there and motivate, motivate everybody out there. You know what I mean? More people. Yeah. Double whammy. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be a good move for both of us for sure. And uh, we have some things coming up that uh, that's going to be pretty cool. We're going to be double teaming on, we're going to be like co-hosting, you know, every now and then it's going to be good. Nice. Yeah, we were talking about it. It's not set up yet, but uh, baby steps. <laughs> but um, right. yeah, so that's how it goes, man. One step at a time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite supplement? This and this question is from a good buddy of mine that's just getting into working out, and I'll call him out. His name's Kevin Poole. He's actually from uh, California, a couple hours away from you. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah, he's um. But yeah, so he's starting to work out and really get into it. I actually grew up with him and uh I've you know, he started seeing my posts about the, like my change and my transformation from being 
uh, fat ass to, you know, now I'm just fluffy with a lot of muscle. <laughs> but uh, now he's starting to get into it, and he's actually getting into action sled supplements now, and he wants to be part of the demo crew. But uh, he said one thing that he wants to ask you is, like, what your favorite uh, – What's your favorite supplement? Because he's starting to get into all the supplements now. And why is it your favorite supplement? Like a supplement, like the pre-workout or the hydraulic or? Yeah. Um, well, my all-time favorite flavor-wise is uh, the grind, Swamp Beast. Uh. That one, Flavor Rise, is uh, fucking awesome. But um, recently, I think uh, it's the fucking seventh gear now. Oh, really? Yeah, that motherfucker kicks. I I was taking ignition switch and trying all the flavors, and then once I got the, the seventh gear and tried about half to three quarters, man, I was just jamming and going and, like, leg day was not the same <laughs> oh yeah definitely that is definitely my go-to leg day like hands down yeah. it's like your uh fuck yeah. up juice it's your fuck yeah. up juice yeah i think my all-time favorite yeah big time <laughs> so what kind of flavor you like what's your favorite out of all the hydraulic and all that stuff you have many to choose from <laughs> Well, hydraulic, specifically in the, the hydraulic flavors, it's uh, scorpion venom. Mm. It's uh, like, I don't know if anybody else can taste it, but between the scorpion venom and ignition switch and hydraulic, I can taste the difference. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the same flavor, but I can taste a slight difference in the hydraulic has a little bit more of a uh, berry flavor, a little bit better of a berry flavor than the ignition switch, I think. So, like, by far by itself, without adding anything else, Scorpion Venom uh, in Hydraulic. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're with uh, Tony Davis on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all time, they need to hurry up and make that damn Swamp Beast in Hydraulic so I can, you know, be getting that shit all the time because once I hit the Swamp Beast, that flavor is like, oh, my God. If they had the whole stack of that, that's all I'm getting is Swamp Beast. That's yeah. my all-time favorite right there. Yeah, Swamp Beast, I had it, and uh, I had it for the first time about probably a good two, three weeks, uh, two weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, I was always worried about it because they say that it's, uh, they say that a lot of people don't like it, and then there's a lot of people that love it, and that it's their favorite. You know what I mean? But the people that do like it, it's their favorite, hands down. So I was like, you know, I got to fucking try this. So I tried it, and um, it surprised the hell out of me. Like, I'm not yeah. a big I'm not a big, like, green apple guy, you know, but uh, tasted it, fucking flavor spot on. I'm like, okay, you know what? I think this is right under unicorn blood for me. Unicorn blood is my top. Yeah. <laughs> but See, uh, that's, the, that's the thing. I'm a big apple flavors. So when they when I heard that, that was the flavor. I'm like, yeah, dude. And I tried uh, Shark Mike the first time and, oh, yeah, this could be my new fave. And, and I was like, worried about the the swamp beast that's why i got the uh, the uh, shark bite so when i finally got it i was like 
oh man, I don't regret that being my first fucking flavor right there. I should have got this shit way back then. Yeah. No, that's that's same with me. Like I've been taking the supplements for uh, it's probably been about like a year now, maybe a little longer. Um, but I mean, that's before I even got to the action sled supplements, I've been balancing back and forth between supplements, trying to find one that works. And I've always, I was always a believer in, you know, you take something for a while. Like I took, uh, C4 for a while and, you know, I'm like, Oh, it's going to die off. My body's going to get adjusted to it. So I changed it up to something else. Um, I did bucked up for a while there pre-workout. But I, I bounced, I bounced back and forth, and then when I got to Action Sledge, I was like, "This shit's fucking good. I'm gonna stick to this." And I stuck to it, and it never fucking died down. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's where we're at now. And now they're coming out with all these new flavors. It's like always fucking new. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. That that's how I felt. I felt the same way. And uh, you know, back last September is when I finally got my my uh, first shipment from them, and. I was bouncing back and forth, you know, BSN, uh, Indo Rush. That was one uh, that I used to take a lot because it was actually pretty good. And then uh, uh, fucking Animal, you know, all the all the good stuff like that. Bouncing back and forth, and finally got my Axis Sledge, and I literally cleaned up for about a week just to try this stuff to see how the effects were to hit you brand new instead of having, you know, going from one straight to the other. And boy, I tell you that scoop and a half the first time. (laughs) Fucking lit me. I was like, fuck ignition switch for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking never turn back. And now they have seventh gear and that's just like a kick in the Uh, ass in its own. (laughs) (laughs) Damn dude. I got that, and then, uh, you know, being a part of American Made Nutrition, I uh, I like to try, you know, keep a variety of different stuff, so, um, you know, it's it's always different, not the same thing over and over. I got their, uh, their high-octane uh, pre-workout from American Made Nutrition. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker gets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a thermogenic or not, but every time I take that one, I am fucking sweating my balls off, man. Yeah. Damn. The flavor, the berry blast flavor, it it doesn't really taste the greatest. I think it's the blast part. <laughs> Got like some some pina colada coconutty flavor and I'm not a big fan of coconut. You know, that that's the only thing being down is the flavor, but everything else, oh my god. It's another go-to right there for sure for leg day. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So uh, Martin, I have, we posted this in the Axe and Sledge page and the Demo Crew page on Facebook. And, uh, we got a couple questions from a couple guys and, uh, I'd like to get those knocked out if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. All right. So I'm going to share the screen with you. <coughs> and get all this shit out of here. Okay. So, uh, here's our post right here. Look, you looking all swole like. Hey. <laughs> all right. Good looking dude. <laughs> okay. So the first question is from, uh, Tony Davis. Um, he said this one's, this podcast is going to be awesome. Thanks, Tony. 
Uh, Martin, how did you find Axe and Sledge and what was the first product you bought? I think you covered the, how you find how you found Axe and Sledge, but what's the first package you got in the mail? Um, it was that, uh, that pick your own flavor stack. And, uh, Tony, I think you're going to like this one for sure. Like my first one was literally Scorpion Venom on the ignition switch. I heard a lot about it and then. I followed Tony before I even uh, got on with the uh, demo crew and he was posting up and down about it. And I heard Seth talking about it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> so, literally, literally on the fucking, uh, on the first one, it was ignition switch and uh, scorpion, you know, got to get it. <laughs> got to get it. <laughs> All right. There you go, Tony. Uh, Let's see. Dominic. Can't wait. Um, asked if it's going to be on Spotify. Yes, it'll be on Spotify. It's probably on Wednesday, the latest. It'll be on YouTube and Spotify. Um, tonight, this will be posted on YouTube, but Wednesday, the latest, just because I want to make sure that uh, all the audio is perfect for Spotify because you're not going to get the visual of it, obviously. All right, so... Uh, what are your current goals while fighting health issues? And even though I think I know, um, what's your number one flavor of Axe and Sledge product? Mm. So first one, what's your goal or current goal with fighting the health issues? Um, well, uh, current goal is to, uh, stay in shape and healthy as possible going into this, uh, stem cell transplant. Cause, uh, once they start hitting me with all the surgery and everything, um, it's going to take a lot out of me. So probably going to drop about a good 20 pounds in weight. So my goal is just basically to stay bulking and, you know, basically prep for the surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. It's, uh, I know that just transplant, getting a transplant in general, that's um, that you have to be at a certain health level for them to even qualify you for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was a thing, too. I had a, a, what do you call it, a consultation on that. And the doctor, we did it uh, through Zoom as well, but he was like, yeah, you look like you're a good candidate. You look healthy. He's like, size-wise, you're looking pretty good. So and I'm like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. All right. So that's the questions right there. So, uh, Martin, <clears throat> I appreciate you coming on. Um, we've been on for, I think it's been a little, little more than an hour. So, uh, you have anything for the, for anybody out there that's listening. And like I said, I, I know that this is going to hit home for, uh, some people out there that are fighting diseases because I mean, you're fighting a you're fighting a big battle right now and you're fucking killing it. So is there anything that any advice for anybody out there that you want to say before we can get off of this? Um Well, uh my biggest thing is through all this hard time of, you know, being diagnosed and anybody out there, you know, listen to it have a, the same diagnosis or or worse or whatever. Um, main important thing is to stay positive in your own mind 
first off, like, you got to get yourself right in the head. Stay positive. Stay motivated. Think about the next step. Don't, you know, don't let it consume you. And then uh, also keep your faith and uh, keep the positive people around you because that's definitely going to help out. Yeah. Well, um, Martin, I'll say it again. I'll keep saying it. You are the definition of no problems, just work and a real hardworking motherfucker. So uh, I really appreciate your time. I really do um, keep fucking fighting, brother. I want to see, I want to see that post that says, Hey, everybody, guess what? I'm fucking cancer free. Let's fuck shit up. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm fucking waiting for it. Like every time I see a post of yours about anything that you're doing, it's, it's motivating. Same here. You know, just even just even just the push-ups. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, this fucking guy's fighting this, and he's still fucking doing this every day. Did chest day today. You know, like motivating, motivating for guys that I mean, I don't have, I don't have real problems, and this is a definition of like no problems, just work. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so uh, everybody listening, um, I hope this podcast gets hits home for you like it did for me. It's a uh, it's a really motivational story story from Martin, um, and this podcast is for anybody with a story out there that wants to motivate and wants to change lives. Um, our goal in this podcast is getting the story out there of the average guys like us, the hardworking motherfuckers of the of the world, uh, blue collar workers, you know. Um, Anyway, so like, share this podcast, subscribe to my channel, and uh, get this podcast out there for everybody to hear. And uh, hopefully we could get that one person that's going to actually help them change their life and push them through any anything that they're going through. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, again, Martin, I appreciate it, brother. Uh, keep fucking working your ass off. Keep motivating. Definitely will do. Thank you. All right. Thanks, brother. Have a good one, brother. You too, man.